You're listening to Charleston's retirement coach, Brandon Bowen. I'm Kristen Charles alongside Brandon Bowen of BowenFinancialGroup.com. And Brandon, you are Charleston's retirement coach because you take a lot of pride in coaching people to their version of a winning retirement. But it's also because you love sports and especially this time of year. Basketball time, no doubt about it. I would assume, you being the fan that you are, that you were into that bracket life. Totally. I love this every year. I mean, I get involved, and usually it's with my family, my mm-hmm. close personal family and sisters and dad and everything. And But for this year, for Bowen Financial Group, we opened it up to all of our clients. What? And uh, yeah, and that was a lot of fun. Just a lot of different clients uh, entered a bracket, and we filled that out, and we're having a you know, having a great time there. So, uh, so yeah, but I mean, I grew up playing basketball mm-hmm. as a kid and so I'm a big Kentucky Wildcat fan. And uh, Which, are I you allowed to... to do that as a Clemson fan? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So that was, so on my mom's side of the family, she's from Louisville, Kentucky. And so I, we would go up there every summer and I would go to Rick Patino's basketball camp back when he oh, was wow. in the good graces <laughs> of college basketball. And he was at Kentucky before he turned and went freaking like Darth <laughs> Vader in right. Louisville. I mean, that was U of L that was terrible, but big, Kentucky fan my whole life. And I'm just a big Duke Blue Devil uh, hater. You know, uh, that is year. something that is very true <laughs> with you yes, in basketball. Yes. I get that. Any good Kentucky fan, you know, <laughs> that's like Auburn and Alabama. It's, uh, it's true. You know, Clemson and South Carolina. Mm-hmm. You just, you hate your rival. So. That's right. Well, right now, <laughs> brackets are on a lot of people's minds. The goal, obviously, to win, to mm-hmm. avoid busting the bracket. But preparing for retirement, it has some similarities with filling that bracket out. And You have brought up before four big matchups to watch out for in retirement. And I wanted to run through these, I guess, matchup by matchup, game by game, if you will, and get your thoughts. So for the first matchup, let's talk about investments, stocks versus ETFs. There we went. I just talked about Jack Bogle a minute ago and how much I like exchange traded funds. And so basically what we have here are stocks. They've been around for a long, long time, right? Mm-hmm. A long time you could buy stock in a company. And then in about the 90s, that's when Jack Bogle introduced the ability to wrap a bunch of stocks together. We had mutual funds at that point, but then the costs, the expense ratios, and to be able to own that costs a lot. But then if you did an ETF, you could do it for much cheaper. Okay. Very low cost, right? And so it's just a way to spread out the risk a a bit more. It's like if you were to bet in the basketball, let's go back to that analogy. You could bet on maybe Virginia winning or Duke or North Carolina, some of these good ACC teams that are in the Mm -hmm. the tournament. Or what if you could bet on, I think an ACC team will win. In general. In general. A broader bet. I got it. So you can bet on, say, the conference. Uh, You probably actually could. Probably. (laughs) But I'm just saying in the stock market, right, we can bet on the S&P 500, and not just maybe 10 stocks, okay? okay? Because it's just more risky, right? I mean, a company could just get passed by by technology, uh, much less an, an Enron situation where mm. there's a lot of craziness going on. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I like ETFs in that situation. So in our retirement bracket, the next big matchup, taxes, traditional IRA versus that Roth IRA. Ooh, so yeah, so this is a big one. Traditional versus Roth. So tax deferred, it's what you did at work in your 401k IRA. You're you're putting money into there and avoiding the taxes initially. Okay. Then you grow the money tax deferred, right? But then it's all taxed on the back end, mm. right? Once you've grown it nice and big. So you're taxing the harvest And then uh, you contrast that with a Roth IRA and the beautiful thing that Congressman Roth introduced back when this legislation started was, hey, what if we could pay our taxes on the front end, 
pay our taxes on the seed, then go plant it, do the hard work, and our harvest is completely tax-free. Hmm, okay. Right? So big, big difference, right? When do we want to pay our taxes? So where I stand on this is I like seeing a little bit of both, right? I like to see that you've done the hard work at work and you've got a lot of tax deferred money, but then you've got to start doing some proactive tax management as you get closer to and even in retirement, because I believe, we believe here at Bowen Financial Group is that we are in a, a very opportune time here as far as our tax environment. We believe that our country is headed to a point of, with our Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and the interest on our debt, we believe those four factors are going to continue to balloon and, and really force our country to raise taxes. Okay. Because we can't seem to spend less, right? Now, so For some uh, reason, so, we cannot figure out that budget to save our lives. I know. I so know. difficult. So, <laughs> so uh, put a bow on this one. Yeah. I like tax deferred money and then we need to start doing some Roth conversions, but you got to be very careful because you're triggering taxes when you do it. But if we're in low brackets and we still have a little bit extra room to still be in our current tax bracket, well, there's no reason not to do it. Let's talk about the income game. It's frankly not a game. I shouldn't even say that because we've got guaranteed income versus portfolio drawdown. Portfolio drawdown, that's a totally fine strategy people can have if you've got a good bit of money, right? If you've got okay. a lot. Like, and what do you, you mean? Well, I would say just real numbers. If people have you know several million dollars, okay, then hey, nothing wrong with just doing a little nice steady portfolio drawdown because you're probably not, even in a crash, you're going to be okay. Even if mm -hmm. your money went in half, you'll still have a million, right? If you're not living a really crazy lifestyle, right? That's right. Yeah. If your expenses, you know, it's all proportional, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're not spending 30,000 a month, uh, you know, but if you've got things paid down, then you might could do a portfolio drawdown just fine. But what a lot of people, when they call into the show or whatever, they feel most comfortable to have a little bit of guaranteed income. Mm, right. To go right. along with their social security. So a lot of people have to make choices between taking that 401k and, and shopping that around and finding what companies would pay out a guaranteed income. Oh, Kristen. So I had somebody this past week that called in and he had worked 35 years at Kmart. Okay. okay? And so you don't see a lot of that. I was going to say that's been a long time ago. That's right. 35 years. So he had stayed there. So he worked at Kmart. He retired about six years ago and he had a pension option. Right. So when he back then decided his pension, he said, OK, I'm going to take 75 percent of my pension here. I'm going to give up a little bit because I want my pension to continue to my wife. Right. Okay. I want 100 percent survivorship for her. So he took less on the front end. Well, Kmart, we know what's happened there mm -hmm. if you've followed it. So then they sold out Sears bottom and now Sears is in trouble and that's up for sale. And so it's a hot mess. Well, he gets a letter and they said, sorry to inform you, but that survivor benefit option is gone. Oh man. It's no longer even an option. And remember he took less to have that thing. So he, right. he can't go back and say, well, it's done. Right. And so that's one risk that we take when we take these pension options with our company. Hopefully the company is solvent and good at managing money, but you've really got to think about that, right? Who are you going to use and, and what are you going to do to set up that consistent, steady income you want in retirement? I'm sure that income conversation, definitely raising some eyebrows for our listeners, I know. But let's switch to our final matchup here concerning retirement and this bracket, Social Security. Filing at age 62 versus filing at full retirement age. There's a lot of discrepancy about this. Lots of articles online. What yep. do we do? Yeah. And pretty much every client, every household couple that comes in, they want, they need to know this answer. They're looking for this answer. And so, uh, because it's tempting to say, Hey, if I don't start it at 62 and I wait, so each year we wait, the benefit grows by six and a half percent. Okay. So that makes sense. Cause we might go, well, 
heck, I don't have a guaranteed six and a half percent growing on my other money. Right. Right. And then once you hit your full retirement age, then it grows at eight percent per year all the way up to 70. So that's very enticing when you hear it that way. But what you've got to realize is it's a longevity gamble. Okay, we're not guaranteed tomorrow. We've talked about before here on the show of, of just I've had a rash of clients that have passed away and just mm-hmm. bad health diagnosis and even in my immediate family. So life you know, just happens. Yeah, life happens. And so the break even age that when we run a lot of these calculations is not till age 78. If we started at 62 versus maybe 66, that version of 66, you got to make it all the way to age 78 to catch up to the version of you that started it at 62. Ah, gotcha. Okay. So you've got to factor longevity in there. You also have to factor in if you're going to still be working. Okay. Or even if you retire, I don't want you to get a part-time job and and where that social security earnings test is going to affect you. So there's a lot of things to keep in mind here just to make sure you don't file, mess things up and then say, Hey, if you're divorced or widowed or even married, I mean, there's spousal benefits, there's all kinds of additional benefits. And we want to make sure that we pick the right one, the highest one so that you get every dollar that you deserve. Find out more at bowenfinancialgroup.com. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by Retirement Wealth Advisors. Brandon Bowen is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC registered investment advisor. Bowen Financial Group, Retirement Wealth Advisors are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate, and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested.